0: Coming up, what an excellent day for The Poster. Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to Minute 101 of The Exorcist Minute, a show where we endeavor to examine, extrapolate, and excavate The Exorcist. Minute by terrifying minute. My name is Lester Ryan Clark.
1: And I'm Keenan Diaz.
0: And we'll be your holy guides on this journey through what some have called the scariest movie of all time. Okay, so, our minute begins with Father Marin looking at that letter. And it ends with Chris saying, come in. Mm, Yes, folks, this is it. The exorcist has arrived. But let's get back to the top of this minute. I think now I finally understand what Keenan has been getting at this whole time about Friedkin liking to hold on shots. We linger on Marin as he stares at the letter, realizes what it is. Then he sort of looks up, as Bloody puts it, back to the nature he loves, and we can see him accept the call accept his fate his destiny just like in the book he doesn't even read the letter did you notice that folks right he knows yeah. what it says
1: yeah that, that's interesting that took you saying that to me earlier uh, before i realized that mm-hmm. yeah. right we just we just read it as he yeah he just uh reads it he must yeah. right <laughs> that's it no.
0: well no i don't i don't even think he, he does that's like, what
1: i mean i'm saying yeah. in our minds we're just like we fill in that blank right? oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah right? Right? Right, right of course he reads it how's he how's he gonna know what's, <laughs> what's in
1: <laughs> no, but in this shot he doesn't open the yeah. letter I'm he just puts it in his pocket. He he reads it through osmosis. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we regret to inform you that your rent has gone up.
2: <laughs>
0: he shows up at the house. He's it's like, it's like, I'm here to exercise. He's like, didn't you, didn't you get the letter from your landlord? What? Ed, what ed? <laughs> no, he, he does get the
1: letter from his landlord. And he shows up at the meal's house and says, I'm here to stay on your couch. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you have a possessed girl. I, I can also take care of that. <laughs> Actually, rent is kind of lacking this first month. So, can can we do that instead? You know, <laughs> as I
1: understand it, this is the house where all the priests come <laughs> They'll hang out at the McNeilas. <laughs> this is this is priest
0: central. This is priest hub. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, but no, yeah, he doesn't read it. He puts it back in his uh, pocket. um, Mm -hmm. And he keeps on walking. He is ascending. The ground is slightly inclined as he walks away from us. Um, Mm -hmm. It actually made me think, Keenan, this is the base of that mountain that Dante began to climb at the beginning of (laughs) Inferno, right? Before descending into hell, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, now, as this scene is playing out, another scene, an unseen scene, is playing out in Marin's head. And we can actually hear it. If you listen, folks, you'll begin to hear the clanging of that blacksmith's shop all the way back at the beginning of the film. Friedkin is taking the sound of that bustling desert town and inserting it into this scene as Marin contemplates eternity. Now beneath this is something a bit more ominous we've been hearing it ever since the start of this scene i'm not sure if it's polymorphia or uh, a bit of original music it's it's just this ambient unease um i don't even know if you're supposed to call it music it's like it's like one constant note like a like a hum of tension keenan you mm-hmm. you hear what i'm talking about like what we would what would we even call that
1: yeah that's so much more common in, in uh, horror movies after the exorcist where just sort of some tone right some ominous tone instead some mm-hmm. music right uh so i don't know maybe that is because of the exorcist use of uh, this avant-garde music like polymorphia you know yeah. maybe this is where we start to say oh yeah that's exactly oh, right because it's like okay. hitting us in these right in this um Uh, you know, the lizard parts of our brain (laughs) that Uh. are like, oh, there's something out there.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's going to get you. Yeah. And and folks, yeah, what is it? What is it? Um, And folks, if you're, watch out for Sharon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Marin's just, he's walking away from, from the camera and then just, just out of frame, Sharon jumps and tackles him.
1: (laughs) My heart.
2: Oh. (laughs) I told you to watch out.
0: No. (laughs) No. All right, honey, let's go.
1: <laughs> that was like what? What? That was Sharon's whole whole plan was to, <laughs> to scare Father Merritt a little bit. Yes, <laughs> my job here is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I freaked out the priest. Yeah, a little bit. I, I spooked him. Um... <laughs> And then what? Father Lucas has come through space and time into the dreams of uh, of Karis to warn him that smoking this is those Sharon's
0: those Galois cigarettes is like I told you. I told you to watch out. <laughs> she was a linebacker in high school.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he didn't listen. No, they never listen. And he takes a big puff. Anyway, I'm a demon or an angel or something. <laughs> Bye. Something. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah um, but no, yeah folks, like this this weird like like um uh, uh, just discordant tone that's kind yeah. of uh rising up out of uh, out of the the soundscape of this J- just to just to recreate it like, like this is this is
1: no. <laughs> I think you know. I don't know if that's part of your voiceover portfolio, but you and I could just do tone for. Oh our yeah, movies. yeah, right. Yeah, it's what like $20, 22 dollars, twenty three dollars. Oh, more than that.
0: <laughs> Way more than that. You can't get AI to, to duplicate that. That's true. that's right. No. And you could like you know we're uh, we're watching because you know, we have to watch the movie and we do it to the film right. We, <laughs> and so you know someone's someone's you know creeping up right mm-hmm. and you know, it's like right and mm-hmm. then they and then they you know they do a little stumble and we're like. <laughs> And then, and then behind them, they hear a noise and we're like, huh? that's
1: the trouble. Yes. Us getting scared as we watch the movie for the first, we only do one take. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but no folks, it's like, you know, it's, it's, the power of, um, of, of those neurotransmitters and those mirror neurons. Like you'll <laughs> feel scared because we feel scared, right? <laughs> the
1: soundtrack itself is scared. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: just opens the door and we're like, huh? <laughs> but then, you know, it's just the cat. And you just hear one of us just whispers. Oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> ah just the cat i should have uh, so, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right but yeah so so this hum of tension right in any case folks remember in the last minute we said the first few seconds of this minute were actually part of this amazing larger piece, this masterpiece of transitions and overlays. And I, re- I, I misremembered. I thought uh, it was going to be quick. I did not realize that this sequence was going to take up almost all of our minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised uh, because every shot of this sequence is a painting in and of itself. This might be, for my money, the most visually beautiful minute in the film. Starting out with Father Marin and the letter, and ending up with him at the door.
1: Yeah, they're each each little transitionary scene that's that's melding together, meshing together. Uh, they are a little, uh, how do you say? They're I'm try, I'm sorry, they're artistic, which doesn't sound uh, <laughs> like much, but like they are sort of leaving story for a little while, right? just yeah. getting to image, like let's just look at image and not mm-hmm. really worry about you know, like. What do these things uh, mean actually right? Right, like, right like yeah, what's happening here? So yeah once this other uh, young priest hops out of the frame after giving the letter to Marin, it's like well this is this is now about just what things look like and feel like and sound like It's not about right. the plot necessarily right? yeah
0: but you could I mean like I I kind of read it like that like mm-hmm. the the transition from this shot to the next shot to mm-hmm. the next shot I I saw as like oh like these shots are telling a story without any words.
1: I guess what I mean is that they are doing that through through like pure pictorial, aesthetics
2: mm, so mm, I don't mm. mean that
1: they're not yeah that, not that they're not plot not that they're not this is happening and causing the next thing to happen mm, but mm. it's not through dialogue it's taking us right. out of um, it's taking us out of uh, you know like logic uh, exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah it is the way it, that we have the uh, that similar kind of a sequence um Coming from Iraq to Georgetown, where we have to yes. look at that Basuz statue. So this is the book ending, I suppose, of Act Two as we're heading into Act Three. Right? Mm-hmm, if we go mm-hmm. and do a lot of that again. We're just like, geez, what a crazy thing to be looking at yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, no. This is this is um, it is telling the story in a purer form yes. than words. Like yes. like it like the way that our brain interprets stories. That is, it, it's it's closer to that than you know. Like they might have like you know some data like. Now, what Father Marin didn't know was little Reagan was looking out her window, and she was she was expecting him. And...
1: Or some voiceover of uh, of Marin talking to uh, to Birmingham on the phone, or something. Right? right? Exactly. Like, exactly. We could expect you tomorrow. Yes. yes. Expect me tomorrow. i like to as soon as you call. Right? <laughs> right? Exactly. And then him on the phone with the travel agent for right. who works in the <laughs> Catholic Church is like. So just one would you prefer an aisle or a window? I, I
0: I would I would actually prefer a window seat I'd like to I'd look looked <laughs> out, me out look the Me look here also.
1: Father Father Mirian uh yeah, Mirian Mer- that's oh, that's
0: and is in Nancy And and yes so so M as in oh I'm so bad I I I can never M as in mouse uh E R I forgot the spelling of my own name hang on <laughs> no, they don't do that. They don't do any of <laughs> that. <bad.
2: laughs>
0: but yeah, so so okay. So let's let's look at these scenes. Let's look look at the story they tell, mm-hmm. right? So this poignant autumn landscape begins to dissolve, and we are met with this hideous visage—a uh, a close-up of Reagan slash Captain Howdy's face. I'm just gonna call this Captain Howdy. Mm-hmm. Um, eyes staring intently at. What? Right. And here's where I think the transition itself is doing double duty here, folks. Mm-hmm. Because, like, by slowly revealing this shot of Captain Howdy staring, we get the feeling that he is staring at Marin. Right. Um, they may not be in the same place yet, but all of Howdy's mind is bent on Maren. We could take this to mean that he is calling to him, or perhaps he is sensing him for the first time. Somehow he knows that Maren has accepted the summons and and will be with him soon. Um, Keenan, how do you read this? Is Howdy looking at him? Is he sensing him from far off? Is he actually calling to him? Like, is he like, like, yes, Maren, come, come to (laughs) me. Like, what do you think?
1: I hadn't I hadn't thought about the idea that he could be seeing Maren, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what like um um the the Wicked Witch's evil uh, little crystal ball thing. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That hadn't occurred to me. But you know, one of the things that is happening that makes that possible is um, that Marin is facing screen right as he walks up this hill, and mm-hmm. Captain Howdy is ever so slightly facing screen left. So yes. it just sort of does, yeah, uh, imply or feel at the very least like yeah, they're looking at each other, or at mm-hmm. least they're in the same sort of um they're in the same they're in an act. Us together,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, and I, think, like, I,
1: I always thought that yes, that, that it's more of a sensing thing, like, right? Like I have awakened.
0: Yeah, like he. There's, there's like a change mm-hmm. is in the air. Captain Howdy feels it. it's like he is coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like another question. Um, we get a really like relatively clear shot of Reagan's face here, at least the top half. Mm-hmm. Is this new? Is this a new stage of the makeup? Is this is this the final stage?
1: Oh, I don't know. Final stage. That's a good question. Well, you know, we're not peeking ahead. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we should. Maybe other Movies by Minute Host <laughs> go yeah, and yeah. do that, which would make a whole lot of sense. But we're not doing that. I wonder if it gets any more crazy than this. But because is I mean, this... some crazy things are going to happen. Oh, Yeah, uh, gonna, mm-hmm. you know, yeah.
0: But is this different from, like, how we saw her before?
1: I think so. Because okay. we did see when, last time that Sharon, watch out for Sharon. Watch out for Sharon. <laughs> right. Barge into um, into Reagan's room and uh, shine a flashlight in her face in the middle right. of the night. Jesus Christ, Sharon. Uh, <laughs> we did start to have some of these open wounds on Reagan's face. Right. I don't remember them being as, uh, maybe just a matter of there being more sort of shadow here, but I yeah. don't remember them being quite as, uh, uh, like, healed.
0: Mm so yeah like last yeah let me look
1: back here yeah yeah Yeah. previously they are open and like Uh they they look fresh okay yeah and and here here they're they're like 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 they're becoming more of like those battle scars we were talking about where like reagan is like all right i've been scarred i've been fucked up in the face
0: but i'm ready for battle right 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 yeah and it's like an an evil healing it's like it's like it's no longer reagan's skin it's howdy's skin
2: coming Mm -hmm, out it's like mm
0: -hmm. yeah Mm, i like that i like that yeah um and yeah, folks, this transition is only about seven or eight seconds, but so right. much is communicated here. Um, and Keenan, am I wrong or is she mouthing? something she
1: certainly like, is yeah
0: yeah we can't see too clearly but like her lips are moving um now the thing i just said like where captain howdy is like yes yes good good <laughs> like i would prefer that to be in his, like his thoughts I, I don't want him saying
1: that. <laughs> he's not literally saying yeah it, yes. now we move on to the next plan yes right. he has chosen the window seat <laughs>
2: as <laughs> i have predicted
0: he's trying he's tra- no no it's 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 m as in think of you can't <laughs> think of any words that begin with m jesus christ <laughs>
1: Or he's controlling the travel agent. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it'd be really annoying to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> ask him to spell his name three or four times.
2: <laughs> ask, ask to weigh his carry on again.
0: I'm sure that that holy water has taken up some some space in there. <laughs>
1: Ask him if he wants to be in the smoking section of the plane or not. <laughs> Do you remember those? <laughs> I think I was too young to experience a plane that, that allowed smoking on it. But Yeah, uh, I, I, I forget. I don't know when they started, but but can you imagine mm-hmm. like we've talked about that before how like again uh-huh. for our younger listeners, they used to smoke everywhere.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there'd
1: be a smoking section at the McDonald's yep. mm-hmm. and a an non-smoking section, but it was all one big room, like a yeah. like a McDonald's, would just go over.
0: As if, as if that could like keep you from the smoke. <laughs> Like that's what we thought, folks. Like a couple walls and a door could keep you from smelling that nasty smoke. Yeah, and yeah. a
1: grimace statue.
0: And a grimace statue. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
1: but uh, yeah. Captain Howdy is mouthing something.
0: Right. And like I yeah I don't want it to be him. You know like dropping some plot. Right. Like because you know it's like uh, Sharon's on the you know she's she's on the on the chair by the by the side <laughs> of the bench. She's like right. it, what was that, honey? Like what are you? It's like not nothing. Don't. <laughs> don't listen to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. This um, is
1: private traveler information. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> getting Marin's uh, driver's license. Number. Yes. But uh, yeah, mm. so we, we are denied hearing what um, mm-hmm. Reagan is saying here. Yeah. Because I think she is saying something.
0: Right. Like, and I'm actually wondering, like, is mm-hmm. this just more of Captain Howdy's like, incessant babbling like we talked about it before like oh, Reagan, yeah mm-hmm. like in in Reagan's head is it just constantly like what we heard on the tape just like mm-hmm. all that bleh, bleh, you know like all that stuff
1: yeah like yeah. insects talking to each other
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder
1: well you know the the other thing about this so let me look at the script with you if you don't mind okay so in our version of the script which is from December of 72 so mm-hmm. early on in the production so they've yeah. gone and um They've gone and made some changes, obviously, but hmm. we go in the script from the Father President, uh-huh. Tom Birmingham. Yeah. It's um, talking about Marin to the Cardinal. Saying maybe 10 or 12 years ago, I think in Africa, supposedly the exorcism lasted for months. I heard a damn near killed him. Mm. And then we cut to Prospect Street in front of the house. Night, a Whoa. cat pulls up to the house in long shot. Yeah. So these transitionary scenes are not in the original script, you know, the production draft of the script. Yeah. I, so I imagine that this shot with Marin walking up this little hill mm-hmm. would have gone into production like with Bladdy's approval, whether Bladdy wrote that into the script or not. Like, they, mm-hmm. you know, they had to go and schedule this shot or right. this scene here and hire this guy who's gonna play the young priest and mm-hmm. you know get the all that stuff. Um so they've decided they do need this shot of him in Woodstock, which is one of our favorite shots in the movie. Yeah. This yeah. other shot of Reagan in the bed, um, you know, mouthing mm-hmm. things to herself, mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily have to be something they, they shot specifically for this moment. Mm. This could be a shot that they had in some other scene and that they pulled and used it, which happens a lot when you're editing a feature film.
0: Yeah, I was actually wondering that as well. Like, like, yeah. did they have just like some some extra footage? Because we're going to see another shot very, very similar to yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that could have been just like cut from the same you know, strip of I think so.
1: I think so. I think that this um so this might be originally planned where we hear what Reagan is saying, but now Mm. we're using it in this again, like just more aesthetic, um lizard brain (laughs) transitionary stuff. Uh so I I think that yeah, she I think she is originally supposed to be saying something that's audible. But it's just really, yeah. It's really interesting that now we we strip that out, and it's like, oh, it, it could be anything, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's all mysterious. Um, is it Reagan
0: or is it Captain Howie who's talking? <laughs> it's like, you know.
1: Yeah my uh, my friend Cody LaBeouf, the director, he was talking to me about um, he had heard some some interview or something uh, about the making of Casablanca, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um,
1: and in Casablanca, in the middle uh, sort of or sort of the, near the end of Act Two, there's this great scene where. Mm. Um, where they go back to Rick's and, and all of the Nazis have really taken over and they're like hanging out with Yvette who is uh, Yvonne who is um, Rick's kind of regular girlfriend. And like, she's French, but she's now just sort of decided, well, the Nazis are here to stay and she's hanging out with them. And, and like, they they're like bull, the Nazis are bullying the wait staff and everyone's just really pissed off about it. And yeah. then Victor Laszlo comes in and he sees this and he's the leader of the, um, the resistance. And he tells uh-huh. the, uh, the band, um, uh, play the play Le right which is the um the French national anthem
2: right ah. and then they
1: then the band starts to play it and then um uh, oh because the germans are singing the german national anthem and they take oh, it up so okay. so, mm-hmm. so then so then gradually the band's playing it and they stay everyone in the um everyone in the in the club including like the non french people they start singing and they drown out the um the nazis right uh-huh. and even Yvonne, who who's like has been having dates with Nazis she sings in like it's a really there's a really emotional scene Mm -hmm. um but that when they were editing that what they had discovered is that they're they're sort of missing something that makes it like that makes it work for the movie Mm -hmm. um and so what they did is that they found this um this clip of Rick who's Humphrey Bogart um and they had filmed it originally uh Michael Curtiz was just like hey Humphrey like we're just gonna film um a, a shot of you just like looking off screen and nodding at someone to give them permission. We have no idea what it's going to be for. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so but let's just shoot this just in case. Yeah, and yeah. then so in the in the edit of the movie, it's Victor Laszlo goes to the band. It's not his club. Mm-hmm. And he says, play the uh, the French national anthem. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the shot of Humphrey Bogart, who then is, you know, again, this this shot, of Humphrey Bogart, looking off screen, and then nodding at somebody. We don't know who. Mm. Um, then all of a sudden, the entire sequence becomes like Rick making a decision. Right. Ah. As opposed to like Victor, who's like the third lead coming in and making a decision. Now our guy, our hero, is like yes, I'm going to risk this myself. And like, I could get, we all could get arrested or shot, you know? Right, right. Um, and so Rick does it, right? And Aha. it's this little piece in production that they like, let's just do this just in case so right, We sort right. of we understand how movies are made, that that like, even with the best plans, even with the best intentions, we can't get everything that we think we need, you know? Yeah. And they see that one little thing. Um, mm. Yeah. So, so that might be this, that might be like, you know what we have just from the, the uh, bishop's office, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, uh, we get to, we just cut to the house, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> like There's not really. A, yeah, it is. It is
0: missing something. It's There's missing something, some
1: kind of plot thing. And then we go yeah. and shoot. Yeah. Um, we shoot father, uh, father Marin getting the letter and then we mm-hmm. still oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what are we gonna do here? And they're like, oh, we need to know what Reagan's up to, I suppose. Right. So, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so how that... she feels about this or how, yeah. how, how he feels about yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I'm ready for this.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah perfect, perfect, perfect. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, um, so it
1: looks like we have evidence then that this is um, pulled from some other part of the movie and that this was a change uh-huh. during production or maybe even during editing. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Well- they they made the right choices.
1: <laughs> well, what do you think about like why why are these things important? Why can't we just cut from uh, Tom and the and the bishop right to the house?
0: Well, I think this is the culmination of Howdy's plan. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it's because I'm you know I'm more familiar with the book, and I mm-hmm. and I kind of I get the feeling from the book that Howdy is is orchestrating this whole thing. He's trying to get Marin over there. He wants Marin so badly. Um, so for Marin to finally answer the call, we gotta mm-hmm. cut away to Howdy just to have him react, right? And mm-hmm. even have it like a mysterious reaction where we don't see we we can't tell if it's a smile, we can't tell if it's a um, a look of trepidation, we can't mm-hmm. tell anything. He it's just like eyes wide and staring, and we're like, is he happy? Is he afraid? <laughs> is it both? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really
1: interesting. And then so that might have I mean that is best served perhaps with this shot where. Linda Blair is not thinking about any of that stuff, right? When Mm -hmm. when we're actually filming, it's about it's about something else. We have no idea what it's about, right? It's like, well, yeah. So rather than telegraphing what we're supposed to feel about it, she's she's literally doing something different from some other part of the movie,
0: right? She's booking her flight home. She's like, it's L (laughs) as in Lion, I as in the second letter of Lion,
1: (laughs) N as in the last
0: letter of of Lion, (laughs) (laughs) and D, which Lion doesn't have. But no, um, but okay. Like <laughs> we're still talking about this shot. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, so mm-hmm. we dissolve from uh, Howdy's face to another shot. This mm-hmm. foggy nighttime street. Once again, like uh, just a beautiful shot by itself. Right. Mostly these blues and these foggy blacks. Um, and then in the distance, we see headlights pierce the fog. And soon we can see that it is a taxi, and it is fast and not fast at the same time. Keenan, do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess. Let me think
1: about it. You're right. Why is this? <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: it, like, because it, it starts out, like the shot starts out and we have this, you know, this lone guy, this this uh, uh, guy in the background walking in the fog and we see this car come up and both of those things, it just looks like the car is another part of the background, right? It's like you got the guy walking and the car driving, right? Mm-hmm. Until it's not, until the, the car says, no, I'm actually like, like the thing you should be focusing on, right? Um, and the camera begins to follow it. And that's when we see it's like, oh, it's actually kind of going fast, right? Uh, to make this turn.
1: Yeah, I guess it's part of the fog because the fog gets rid of some of our like depth cues about like what is happening here? Mm-hmm, how, you mm-hmm. know, how is any of this working here?
2: Right.
1: Yeah, so that might be part of it. Um, and, and then we're using sort of a longer lens, which can mean that, that it sort of condenses space. So, um, so if we wanted to shoot you running really fast, we would use right. a wider lens because right. it would look like you're um, – it would just show more of the space and it would it – would, you know, you would just zip along Right, basically. yeah, yeah. Um, and a longer lens tends to condense that so that when you're further away from us, um, mm-hmm. you could be running and running and running and running towards us and it doesn't seem like you're, you're getting close. like um, Oh, like the shot in um, uh, The Holy Grail. Where oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah where the guys where like, John Cleese yeah John George, Cleese I forget who he's playing Lancelot, yeah. he's Lancelot yeah yeah and yeah, he's yeah. running towards the camera and then we cut <laughs> to the two guard guys and like what's going right. on what's happening and then we yeah. every time we cut back to him he's running as fast as he can right yeah, yeah but yeah. It doesn't look like he's getting any closer to us. Yeah. and that's partially because he's far away with the long lens
0: right and I think also they just replayed the clip I don't think he made. <laughs> well that's true too <laughs> he didn't make any distance at all
1: that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm. that's true too. <laughs> um, I teach this class called cinematic structure, um, uh-huh. which is like, uh, about screenwriting structure, but we watch, we watch movies like a studies class, but it's also a screenwriting class. And, mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so I've, I've put in, yeah, Holy grail uh-huh. into that class because of, um, you know, how well it does all of like the, the regular structure stuff, you know, of, like mm-hmm. act one, act two, act three
2: and characters, yeah. and,
1: but it's also like postmodern. It's like breaking all the rules. Like, mm-hmm. so um but i'm surprised how few of my students know the holy grail like or know what uh, yeah monty python like there there are some students who are like i've never heard of monty python i don't know what this is and then the other people are like i've seen this movie about 80 times yeah it's <laughs> so it's, it's either no one or the <laughs> other folks right,
0: exactly <laughs> And I've almost never heard of the other. Like,
1: <laughs> Well, I guess, wow. you know, you might not. Yeah, yeah. But there are a bunch of people who are like, oh, I've never seen this before. I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of these Python people. So
0: these, Keenan, these things which we think are eternal, like, you know, <laughs> like Monty Python, like the Simpsons, like... Mm-hmm. Like Mickey Mouse, they're 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 starting they're starting to fade away.
1: Oh, that's okay, and we'll we'll get Mickey Mouse back because uh, yeah. oh yeah, we're we're doing this now in twenty twenty four. Oh yes, when uh, Steamboat Willie is in the public domain, So you can do whatever yes. you want with them.
0: Yeah, to have fun, make a, <laughs> Hey, here's here's a novel idea. Why not make um, a low budget horror film? <laughs> Nobody has has done that yet, or thought of doing that
1: yeah there's two or three of them right now in the <laughs>
0: least, right yes <laughs> but yeah okay okay so back to back to this movie mm-hmm. um uh, this horror film um and yeah so, so <laughs> you know this, this movie could really use like a like a like a spooky steamboat William. <laughs> like a you know what yeah that's mickey that's mickey what i'm
2: that's saying what
1: this, yeah this is what's missing yeah right
2: <laughs> yeah
1: watch out for mickey <laughs> You know, at least with the Winnie the Pooh ones that came out uh, last year, like, mm-hmm. you know, Pooh is a bear. I don't know what this, uh, this scary mouse is supposed uh, to I don't do. Know. He's a steamboat captain, which I don't think is necessarily very scary
0: either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I still I still am waiting for someone to just animate Captain Howdy's face over, you know, the, the little uh, whistling uh, <laughs> steamboat Willie loop. Oh well and, you could
1: you could do that. There's nothing yeah. stopping you. You don't have to wait for it to go in public domain to make fun of things.
0: Oh yeah, that's Just true. Parodies, yeah, par- protected. yeah, parody yeah. guys. Parody. Yeah, We're yeah. protected. We can uh, everything's okay. We're you know <laughs> this, this please please don't come after us, Warner Brothers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I Or I Disney. Be, yeah. yeah, I'd be more scared of the mouse lawyers. The mouse has the big lawyers, so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyway, so this this cab is coming close to us, right? Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, so it's pretty far in the distance, so that gives us some of this um this slowness. But then yeah, as it mm-hmm. gets close enough, yeah, it starts to zip around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the camera begins to follow it and it makes this turn, and that surprised me. I don't know why. Every time I watch this, in my mind, I forget about the turn, right? I figure it's just gonna pull up on the same side of the street, and that's where Marin gets out. Mm-hmm. Um and I think we're like I think we're already across the street looking at where the house is gonna end up. But no, mm-hmm. we follow the car as it gets closer, and then we follow it into its turn and we see where. Where it was heading the whole time was where we were standing we were standing right outside the house mm-hmm. maybe like maybe in the road but like the house was behind us not in front of us
1: yeah so this is so the street we we're looking at yeah which i assume is the ha- the street where the mcneil house is on mm-hmm. but yeah. it's actually perpendicular it's the street that we've seen um chris drive down after uh um you know the night that burke dennings was killed mm-hmm. right so yeah I, yeah i was surprised by that too i thought that that we were just on the street (laughs) (laughs) on the Mm -hmm. on the mcneil house you know but we're in the intersection basically that uh that window faces
0: the intersection i thought i thought we were like right outside the front of the house
1: uh well he yes but there's a there's a stop sign that that this cabbie just drives right through oh (laughs) well there we go (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah we've seen this before um when chris is coming home yeah Mm -hmm. stop there. but like like the shot like
0: i forgive you for that (laughs) We're, we're in our. Well, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Maybe the caveat is like, you know, when a priest comes in <laughs> at two yeah. in the morning or whatever, and they seem to be very, very serious about things, it's time to run this, uh, this uh, stop sign. But um, yeah, we've seen. This side of the house before, during the night of Chris's party, and we were talking about this weird choreography that makes perfect sense as you watch it, but, like, it's two cars parking at the same time, and they're, you know, and and it's, like, um, you know, logically, it doesn't make any sense if you think about, like, what these cars are doing, but it just feels, like, uh, it just gives us the idea, like, oh, this is a happening party.
0: Right, it's, like, bustling, and it's, like, the cars don't even have time to, like, like you know stop and hang around it's like they they stop they unload and then they go and then like it's like a, a rotation of cars right yeah. what this cab driver
1: does doesn't make any sense because mm. he runs a stop light a stop sign turning mm-hmm. right in order to turn left to drop the priest off exactly right in the front of the door so like right. um this is very again heavily choreographed like the actual mm-hmm. cab driver wouldn't know that he was going to do this, right? right, if you, right act, yeah. you have to stop there and look and say, where should I park, et cetera, and, and do mm-hmm, some like mm-hmm. parallel parking things. So, um, so yeah, this, this cab driver is acting as if he's done this drive a dozen times. Cause he mm-hmm. probably did, you know, uh, when they're choreographing this, you know, for
0: Oh the, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe he's familiar with the McNeil house. He's like, <laughs> We got to drop Carl off from seeing his uh, daughter, his, daughter <laughs> his secret daughter. Right. This cab
1: driver right? knows all the secrets.
0: Sure, Mr. Horseman. Is, I, I know the way. He drops
1: Father Lucas off
0: to spy right. on Sharon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> right. So we got the young priest who doesn't believe in God. He's like, mm-hmm. sure, sure. He knows, he knows everybody. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. He certainly picks up Father Dyer from being. Tanked out of his mind at Christmas oh, party. Y- oh yeah, yeah
0: right. And he's driving, driving back to uh, the the residence hall, and oh, he's that's true. Yeah. in the back. He's like, it, it was a
1: solid white nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, father, you live a block and a half away on foot. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you what happened. I just, just, wanted just to tell I just, somebody about my day. Yeah. <laughs>
2: this,
0: is this little girl just just like made a made a big splash at the party. A <laughs> Big splash. <laughs> And he can't let it go. He's like, by that I mean. <laughs> she peed all over the floor.
1: And the cab driver's like, I know, I know. I, had, I took mm-hmm. her to the pharmacy and I, I, got, her, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got her. Some, we had to buy uh, the rubber pants. We had to do medicine, this.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd think, you know, big star like Chris McNeil would be able to drive her own self of places, but no.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Anyway. What am I? Ta- well, yes, I am. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so now before we say goodbye to this cab um, and examine the most iconic shot of the entire movie, Kenan, mm-hmm. Um, did you see the name uh, of the cab as it spun around?
1: Uh, just capital... Cab, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Capital <laughs> cab. Um,
0: and that logo, I have no idea. Looks like it could be like Capitol Hill or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. But like, I did a quick search for capital cab company folks <laughs> in the Washington area, and lo and behold, I did find one in Northeast Washington D.C. on <laughs> Yelp. It has four reviews, all one star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna read the first one. It's ten oh. years old. So, okay, here we go. A, a reading from the book of Yelp. <laughs> Um, okay. I wish there was some form of negative star rating system here because one star is so, this is many, many O's, <laughs> misleading. We were picked up to go from Embassy Road to a club on 9th Street. We were held hostage in some crazy... County fair inspired ride from hell that involved a lot of mashing on the gas pedal as though trying to outrun the zombie apocalypse and slamming on the brake peppered with rapid tapping on the horn, you know, like they do in Boston.
1: (laughs) Sideburn, Boston. Yeah,
0: wow, okay. (laughs) The music was incredibly loud hip-hop, but since clearly we did not look hip enough, the driver changed it to 1920s jazz on some public radio station. This rammed home the obvious, that we look old and deaf. This ride surpassed the horror of my 1987 drive-in reverse down D Street in a yellow cab. I'm just saying, thanks for the memories. Not... Now this Signed, person,
1: Father
2: Merritt. No, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> so this person has at least two cab Washington DC cab horror stories. So is, yes. this, is this a case where okay, you have one terrible cab it's, drive. Mm, that's that's the, that's, you know, that's terrible, on the cabbie. That's on yeah. the cabbie. <laughs> when you start having two or three terrible mm-hmm, cab drives, mm-hmm. is on you. Are you a bad cab customer?
2: Yeah, I, could, I
0: don't know. I'm just saying. You know, author of this ten year old review. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: It seems like they're self-conscious about not being cool enough to go to this club on 9th Street.
0: Well, obviously, the cabbie didn't think that they were hip enough. <laughs> 1920s jazz my <laughs> eye. But
1: <laughs> I'm um, never worried that like an Uber driver or cab driver thinks that I'm hip. Or <laughs> that's just a new fear I, I have to I develop, mean, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know. He's so going to be, be talking about you. With, with all his uh his Uber buddies, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. And if he's ever like, you know, you hear you hear like um you know the them, you know, communicating through the radio and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> I haven't been in many Ubers, folks. I you know, I don't know <laughs> if they do that. that they have a walkie to the other Ubers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you know, it's <laughs> like it's like you know, extra pickles hold the mail. That's that's code for like like look at this loser in my Whoa, in my loser. car. Yeah. Um well
1: okay. Well thanks for reading that. That's the kind of uh deep research Lester does over the exorcist <laughs> minutes. <is. laughs>
0: took me all weekend, folks. I even reached out to that uh that reviewer and, and, mm. and got their permit. No I didn't, I didn't. Um, but okay, so Keenan, as much as I want this to be the same company, it is not. Aww. Yeah, I know, I know. However, however, you might notice that there's also a phone number on the front door of the cab. Uh-huh. So I, I didn't, I didn't call it, um, but I typed it into Google, uh, making sure to put the, the Georgetown area code. Mm-hmm. And yes, folks, there is, uh, or was, a different Capital Cab company which has since closed down. Um, maybe Marin was their last <laughs> customer. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. you drop off a priest, and then you know mm-hmm. the next couple of days two priests die in that house (laughs) yeah uh one of them down the same stairs that that director died uh down last month
0: those are the those are the tragedies they don't talk about uh capital cab (laughs) company and woodstock college just you know gone after this yes um but yes okay so we go from uh last ride to Mm -hmm. first day of filming Keenan, did you know like according to according to the amazon x-ray i went um This is like Father Marin's arrival was filmed on uh, um, uh, Max von Sydow's first day of work.
1: Yes, but... Oh, uh, yeah, but... Is, but yeah, but is that this shot or, or the scene? The
0: right, scene? yeah. When they say arrival, I don't know if they mean like this scene when he gets out of the cab or like maybe he's like at the door or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because
1: yeah. Lester, who is this man standing outside of this house whose job it is to get out of this cab and to look up towards the window for this shot that took them all day to shoot? What do you mean? Who is this man? Is this Max von Sydow, Lester? You, uh, you know, you're a professional actor. You know how this works. Is
0: this man in this shot Max von Sydow? Wait, you're playing with me now. Like, are, are, you, are you are you saying that you know something that I don't? I mean, or, have, or are you just like like uh, uh, hypothesizing? I'm hypothesizing.
1: I'm saying okay, if I'm the right. producer of this film. Yes, that I'm not making the most famous actor of our movie do this shot all day mm-hmm. <laughs> for a shot where we never see his face.
2: Hmm.
1: For, to what end? <laughs> what would that get us <laughs> if we were William Peter Platy producing this film? Uh, you know, this, this shot takes literally all day.
0: Well, God damn it, Keenan. <laughs> you ruined this shot for me. <laughs> I don't
1: know why it ruins it. No, I mean, yeah, we okay, have, okay. We have it's no like, evidence, I, you, know, just, you know, zoom in as close as you can. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I was looking because, uh-huh. again, this is a really famous shot, and I was looking about this. And, you know, we have at least that, yes, the arrival of Father Marin is uh, is Max von Sydow's first day on set. It's very right. first scene shot. But I'm looking at this frame by frame. I don't know if this is Max von Sydow. I don't think wow. there's, there's really any way to know that unless we would need a smoking gun in the production notes or somebody recalling this and I haven't found that I've found a lot of um, instances where they're talking about how this shot was composed but not Uh how it was performed interesting
0: huh we see an
1: ear of this guy
0: yeah we see an ear yeah You don't think that looks like like Voncito's ear? Well, sure,
1: it looks like it because that's yeah. what we would, that's what we would want to do. We'd want ear shaped. Yeah, we're right. not gonna, you know, um, cast Bruce Lee or uh, right. <laughs> or uh, you know Richard Roundtree or something. We know it's we're not Spock. Cast... <laughs> right, we're gonna cast someone who looks tall and uh-huh. who um, has Father Marin's skin tone because we're mm-hmm. gonna see part of his ear. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep,
0: yep. Interesting. Wow. Huh.
1: does that are really they... ruin it for you No
0: no 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 <laughs> I' it's like because wh- whoever's playing him this yeah. is the character of Marin right that's right. that's the idea right? right um but actually Kenan, are, are we like the first ones to like put this out there. I
1: like, I think if anyone is seriously thinking about this movie, you would have to ask that kind of question. But okay. Um, all right. But also look at how uh, you know. So they've made this. Um, I don't know. Actually, this question. Like like, could they mm-hmm. make this fog? Is there something they could do to help with this fog or to just wait for a foggy day? I don't know the answer to that.
0: Yeah, that fog is. I mean, because it, it's all over the place. It's, it's all not over just. The place, it's yeah. not like like they would need a pretty big. Fog machine and numerous fog machines. Yeah, too. how how they
1: ca- yeah the outside and all that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But so then when the cabbie is is driving in, so if you are looking, you know, again, the wrong way at this movie, the, the uh-huh. psychopath's way of uh, right. of doing this. Um, when the cabbie is driving up, Marin is presumably in the back seat, but we don't really catch a lot of him. So right. we sort of see a, a silhouette of him through the front window and uh-huh. then through the side window uh, when the the car becomes parallel with us. His window that's closest to us is really fogged up. Yes. In a way that the the driver's side window is not. Mm. So this, again, might be like, oh, let's help and make sure that, like, with Father Marin's body double, that we're not going to accidentally get to clips at the front of his face because he's going to uh-huh. be leaning back. Um, and we're also going to fog his window up in a way that we're not doing for the cabbie.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh.
1: It just It just, you know, that's just, just the case. most yeah. practical way to do this as opposed yeah. to having this poor guy come in and, and right. perform this really thankless shot for him
0: right and just like oh my god the motion sickness of that turn like <laughs> and then how many times right it's like doing donuts on the street god
1: so i don't know i hope that doesn't ruin things for people but if, if you do see mm-hmm. any like yeah i would I, i'm not saying that like if someone from the production were saying that's max one said, oh, i'm calling them a liar or anything right, uh, right so right. If, if you do see that which i haven't been able to find then i would absolutely believe that but yeah I, we're just i haven't
0: seen that yeah. We're just not aware of anybody saying yay or nay about that. So yeah. 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 And, and I mean, based on Kenan's kind of like knowledge of how movies are made, it could be that, uh, we have a body double for this, for this iconic shot. Yeah, wow. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, make Max fun said I would do this. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I mean, you know, given everything else that freaking makes his <laughs> actors do,
1: that's true. Oh, yes, has to wait all day for a scene where we don't see his face. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't think that's, yeah, that's not All the, all the other actors
0: are, are just like, yeah, I was strapped to a, like, a, <laughs> a thing that like, like started slapping me in the spine and, and, and this lady was pulled off her feet and, and broke her coccyx. And this guy almost had a heart attack because our- Fearless leaders shooting guns off.
1: they <laughs> had a face full of
0: pea soup. It's like, oh, but you had to, to get out of a car. <laughs> uh,
1: but, you know, just, just as like, you know, Film actors—the kind of thing you have to train yourself to work on—is—is yeah. how stressful it is to be told they're going to shoot you, right? Like you're going mm-hmm. to be filmed, and then waiting all day, like yes. that. You know, professionals. I'm not good at this, you know, because I, I don't have as much experience. Like a professional has to just get used to that and be like, okay, right? right. Like, oh, because sometimes they call you and it's not ideal. It's not on purpose, but sometimes they call you to set and then they literally don't film you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like yeah, that has yeah. happened to people. And people just go, all right, that's just the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like they got behind. We'll come back tomorrow. But like, you yeah, know, that's it's really until you've been through that. I don't know how to explain that to people like you're on because you can't just like oh poor boohoo you had to sit there and eat gummy right. bears and, right. all day and drink coconut water and then yeah and you got paid for not working but like yeah you're getting into this like you're getting ready for this emotional work and then you don't exactly. do the emotional work and it can make you crazy
0: yeah yeah um, um again it's um, not yeah. as
1: bad as like cleaning sewers out or you know or digging ditches or whatever but but it is a different kind of experience that unless you've done it i don't know how to yeah
0: yeah. My, um, my, my girlfriend at the time, she, she's, she's an actor and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, she, she called it hurry up and wait. Yeah. 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 And that's what, you know, it's like, yeah. And, and, oh, when I was, when I was younger, I hate yeah, it yeah, because yeah. like you, you go there with the intention of doing a good job. You want to like, on a really good uh performance mm-hmm. for the camera and so you you know you're psyching yourself up and your adrenaline is going you maybe maybe you had like some coffee or whatever and you're and you're ready and you're ready now and you're like okay got it you know mm-hmm. and and then they're like okay just you know uh sit over here and, uh, and and wait for a little bit because we have like this list of priorities that we need to mm-hmm. to to see to we need to like look at this shot we need to uh we need to like uh tear down and set up a new shot we uh-huh. need to like, you know check everything and you're just kind of like there, oh man, there are so many things going around or like, there are so many things going on, you know, like you're not the center of it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it does feel a little bit like weird, just kind of like waiting for your turn. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially because you're kind of, it's kind of implied that like it could happen like any minute, like no right. one's going to be like, you know, it's like, okay, in, uh, you know, in, uh, um, 20 minutes, uh, we're going to need you on set. It's like, it's like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Why aren't you out there? Get out there now. Right.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you just got, you have to be like ready at all times. And, you know, so, so like when I was, uh, you know, kind of less experienced, yeah. I wouldn't be, you know, kind of sitting in the back eating gummy, gummy worms no. because I was, I was, I would be pacing around, like waiting to, you know, just jump whenever they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I need
1: to be ready to whatever, whatever crazy thing the movie is asking, be ready to want to kill somebody, be ready right. to uh, cry on cue, be ready mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. love to somebody. Right. And it's all this stuff that, yeah, you know, takes some emotional work to get into. And then, yeah part of it is like if you're a young actor and you get caught unprepared once right like you are hanging out or talking to right. you or whatever like hey now it's your time to get on and they're like oh gosh like I wasn't you know I wasn't just jumping right back into it. I didn't get it and you're like Well, oh, I'm never gonna let that happen again right. and, then, and, then you're, and then you're like just constantly like in that state where like I want to be ready I want to be ready um, mm-hmm. yeah so anyways like if I was producing this from a standpoint I would not mm-hmm. ask Max Funcino to get into Dick Smith makeup for uh-huh. <laughs> for three or four hours yeah, uh, right. for this shot that we're, we're not going to see things, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, that, good so. point good point yeah yeah so
1: we'll see i would love to hear yeah. if anyone has any counter uh, evidence i'd love to see that, that this is really right
0: good. yeah um but yeah in any case uh yeah let's talk about let's talk about this shot mm-hmm. folks um this is probably the most famous shot in the film and i would dare to say one of the most famous shots in the history of film mm-hmm. keenan would you agree with that i'd agree with that
1: i mean we yeah. stole it for our uh poster <laughs> borrowed <art>. it <laughs> homage homage, <laughs> homage. Yeah, instantly recognizable and I would say yeah, one of the most famous mm-hmm. shots in history. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Even to the point like um uh Bram Stoker's Dracula, which mm-hmm. is a, another film that we were thinking of doing like mm-hmm. a, you know, a movies by minute thing eventually. Mm-hmm. Um I I saw that recently and when Van Helsing arrives, mm-hmm. he literally does the same thing. Like it's like you can't it, it has to be like an homage to to mm-hmm. this movie. Like it's too it's too uh point for point. Like he's standing mm-hmm. under um a light or a lamppost and he's got the hat and he's got the briefcase and he's got the coat, right? Mhm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, now, okay. So according to Friedkin, this shot was inspired by a 1954 painting by uh, René Magritte uh, titled Empire of Light. Um, so here's is, here's is what Friedkin said. He said, I saw this painting in the Museum of Modern Art in New York. It's called Empire of Light by René Magritte. I had that in mind and I chose the house to match the Magritte painting, the street lamp, the shaft of light. Um, now, in actuality, Empire of Light refers to a series of paintings by Magritte. um, Mm -hmm. 27, to be exact. Um, All of them uh, depict this uh, paradoxical image of a nocturnal landscape beneath a sunlit sky. Um, The paintings weren't uh, planned as a formal series, and they've never uh, all been exhibited together. Um, And they're rarely exhibited in smaller groups. Um, The original French title... uh, I'm going to try this. (laughs) L'Empire de Lumière. Uh, Lumière! Oh, yeah. be Be our guest, right. Yeah. Um, L'Empire de Lumière um, is sometimes translated as singular, right, the empire of light, sometimes as plural, the empire of lights. Um, other translations include like the dominion of light, right? They're making a distinction. They say like an empire exists in relation to a ruler. A dominion does not necessarily need a ruler so mm. so yeah empire dominion tomato tomato right? <laughs>
1: yeah so uh Magritte is a surrealist right so what's uh-huh. interesting about these um is that yeah if you were to cover up the bottom half of the painting with your hand you would see mm-hmm. just sunny daylight and then if right. you cover up the top part of your of the painting with your hand it looks like a nighttime scene and so yes. um but he wants us to see them all at once and, and like mm-hmm. again like bother us <laughs> or yeah. delight us i'm sure it's a little bit of both right in it's a little it's a little disturbing
0: but it's like eh, that's weird yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well the top mm-hmm. is, is in each of them that i've seen the top is really nice and happy and then uh, uh-huh. yeah very happy and then the bottom just um, doesn't look necessarily scary on its own but you put them together yeah and it's
0: right it's, it's just the fact that it's nighttime
1: yeah at, on on the bottom half yeah <laughs> as my as my students often say it makes you feel some kind of way <laughs> <laughs> wow okay yeah so that's a really cool reference and yeah it's that old-fashioned mm-hmm. sort of street light and uh-huh. um and yeah i i i i see it <laughs> mm-hmm. um i see yeah. that i see that influence here yeah
0: yeah but yeah so that's the inspiration but now let's take a look at the shot as it is presented to us mm-hmm. in the film so the cab pulls up uh it stops a tall man in a black coat emerges from the back seat soon as he closes the door the cab uh, the cab rumbles off into the night leaving this man alone Uh, in front of the house. Mm -hmm. He is carrying only a small bag, perhaps a suitcase or a valise, uh, but it calls to mind the image of a doctor making a house call. Yes. Yeah, right? Uh, We've had doctors in this film, (laughs) right? White lab coats, bright offices, loud machines, right? But the silhouette of this old man, black and silent, conjures up something older, slowly Deliberately, he makes his way to the curb, heading toward the house. As he does, he steps into a shaft of light, which seems to be coming from a window of the house, specifically Reagan's window. Keenan, what do we think of this shot?
1: Yeah, and I believe the more that I've looked at this, uh, again, I would love to hear more about how they did some of this, but mm-hmm. I believe it the shaft of light looks like it's coming from the window, but it's actually uh-huh. being... I I, hate, I hesitate to say this I just, I just want to say uh, you know clearly okay. like if someone tells me otherwise I would believe it but but I think that the actual light is at the outside of the house and then this tree is sort of hiding where the light actually is',
0: that oh, is it's my, like another street light or something that is
1: my, well a, an actual like um film light that they put there oh oh so I, I that's what I believe is happening
0: okay all right oh okay so so the light isn't coming from inside the window but it's like um uh, but it isn't. But it isn't like um like a diegetically... like it's not like another street light. Or something no, like yeah, that. like it, okay, uh, okay,
1: diegetically it's it's definitely supposed to be coming from this window. Yes. Okay. I just think that for that to happen, uh, I have to ask my cinematographer friends about mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, I should have mm-hmm. I believe for that to, for that to happen, the window of the actual window that we see would have to be completely blown out and just like totally ruined. right. And it we actually, would have to see the light, and there, yeah, yeah, right. and it, it's, it's actually matching the window that I suppose is supposed to be. Um, Jeez, where what what is that supposed to be? You mm. know what? I'm realizing now. <laughs> I don't know what, why what? why I waited till uh for this to be on uh, on the air. <laughs> yeah, we've been calling it Reagan's window, but it's not Reagan's window.
0: No, 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 no. I had the exact <laughs> same. No, 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 Kenan, Kenan, Okay, Kenan. okay, okay. It is her window. How I've been? No, no, no. I've been having the exact like I had the same weird little stroke. The other day okay. when I was writing this script uh-huh. and I was like, hang on, hang on. And I went uh-huh. and I checked, uh, you know, our good buddy, he uploaded the, um, yes. uh, okay, good. The, the map of the house. Uh-huh. It is her window.
1: But that's not the window that's facing the streets, the, the facing right. the, um, facing the stairs. So there's a second window.
0: It, it, it is. Okay. Whatever, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever that window was. Uh-huh. Oh God. is like the Berenstain bears, the, the Mandela. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no. The, the
1: window, the window. That, My brain is breaking right now. The window that, that Burke fell out of or pushed like, up and that's faces the stairs. Yes. That's on the other side of the house.
0: No, uh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You ruined the poster for me, Keenan. You're not gonna do this. No, it is definitely Reagan's window, okay. according to the map. So are there two right? windows? No. I, I think that that you could also fall from that window and down the stairs.
1: Bullshit.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Remember what Kinderman says, a very powerful man.
1: Hold on, hold on. This episode's going to go so long because we're looking. <laughs> exorcist.
0: i I'm house. literally recording this the night before. <laughs>
1: exorcist House. I'll be up all night. Floor plan. All right, let's take a look at this mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. There's the house.
0: So I believe. No, no, no. That's the no, no, other no. window. This back. Okay, so so I visited. Like it's the, <laughs> yeah, no, the, the pictures. The pictures are up. Uh, you know, in the in the Facebook group, mm-hmm, now, right? right? Um, I went to the house. This whole back area doesn't exist it's actually just the um uh the corner on the right right right? Mm -hmm. it's just like a square house right Right. so reagan's window isn't there um but that is reagan's window i don't and i i took a picture (laughs) i took a picture of what i thought was reagan's window Uh because i was like oh there's the window there's the stairs Uh but no no no. okay Mm. hang on hang on okay hang on hang on all of this this is we can't move. Do you realize we can't no, move we past this? I know. We have to look no. at this. Um, it,
1: it it is it's not Reagan's window. It's Sharon. M is in
0: monkey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's Sharon's window. It's not Reagan's window.
0: No, that's not. Why, why would light be coming? Watch out for Sharon! <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, because Reagan's window faces the, faces the stairs. We see Kinderman looking up at it. And it has oh, to God be over God. the stairs. And so, okay, so think about... You go into the hall, right? You go up the stairs, down the hall, and uh... wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is her window. I am telling you. No, 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 no. no. All right, then there must um, be
1: two windows in that room because this one's facing the street and the other one's facing the, sta- the stairs. But <gasps> oh, when we, you're but when right. we look oh. at, but when you no, see no, no. Reagan's
0: room, yes, yes, no, Keenan, you're absolutely right. There are two windows. Oh my god, in the room. Yes. Do we ever see them? We only see the one window ever. We only see the one. <laughs> Hang on! No, hang no, on. No, 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 no! I'm looking at the map right now. I'm looking at okay. I'm on the second floor, uh-huh. right? And I'm in that I'm in that little weird little hall that you have to kind of like yeah. do a complete uh um uh what is it one eighty right? right? Mm-hmm. You go you go up the stairs and then you like completely do a U turn and you go down the yes. hall uh-huh. and down the hall is Reagan's room. So this is this right here. The thing that I am pointing at is absolutely <laughs> Reagan's room. You you walk into the the you walk through the door to the right is the bed and directly. Across from from where? Across from the (laughs) goddamn door.
1: Okay, across from the goddamn door is the bathroom.
0: The window. No, no, no. The bathroom (laughs) is to the left of the bed.
1: Okay. Are you looking at the map? I'm not looking at the map. I'm looking over the goddamn map. I'm looking at the movie. (laughs) So I'm I'm looking at the scene where uh, Father Tanny comes in with uh, Father Tanny.
0: How can we trust anything you say now? (laughs)
1: Dr. Tanny and Dr. What's his name? Dr. Klein. Mm -hmm. And the door is open and there's a hallway window and there's a window. Oh God. There's a window that faces the foot of the bed. Okay. And then, okay. So Reagan's, Room has two windows. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Reagan's room has two windows. All right. Yes.
0: Reagan's room has two windows. Great. Um and, and that oh my God, I did <laughs> not realize that until just now. How <laughs> fucking stupid. Right. But the window where they say so that's not the window that
1: they get pushed out of, which is Right. Okay. That's important for us to know so we don't make that mistake and say that this window with this light is the murder window. It's not. Right. It is a right. different window.
0: This is this is the the um this is the the, the holy slash demonic light window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. That is yeah. that basically if you are Reagan sitting in bed because you're strapped to it. Right. Basically you're looking out this window with the light.
0: Right. And to so the right you are, of
1: you is the one where the priests get murdered Right, right. right.
0: right. Murder. so you're so so if you're if you're Reagan and if you're lying in bed <laughs> uh-huh. like and you're staring like between your toes, right. that's where this window is. Great. Okay. Right. And then if you just look to your right, mm-hmm. then that's where that's where the other window, the the, the murder window is. Okay.
1: Great. Yes. <sighs> yes, so I, I'm having trouble finding a shot with both windows from the inside of the room yeah. at the same time. Which would be That that that's fine. But now I think they I do. Understand.
0: They do a really good job of of keeping that from us. All right. So you um, go back
1: and delete as much of that as you can. That makes a sound no, like I'm idiots. No, I'm going to keep all of that in. <laughs> right, but the basic idea. <laughs> no, but but okay. The basic idea is that wait, we, I have to just
0: double check. <laughs> I cannot like like we can't end talking about two windows you know and fucking fake Father Marin. <laughs> That's a sin that we can't okay. like okay. But
1: the point is <laughs> the point of all this is
0: Yes that, uh, The point is we are experts and we <laughs> examine, extrapolate and excavate and we can't You've been to the house. <laughs> yes, I've been I haven't been inside the house. No no no, no. And and that part uh, doesn't
1: exist, right? Exactly. This this part where Reagan's room is is not real. Yeah. That so no, Reagan, there is no Reagan's room. That is a an addition that they made. Very, you know, it looks it looks real from the outside, but it's behind it is just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real house. Anyways. Okay. But wait, the wait. point of this, all this is, is that emotionally it feels like the murder window. Yes,
0: yes. that's what the yeah yes. it feels like the murder gonna, window. Hang on, just just hold <laughs> hold for a second. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right yes 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 okay so uh, let jesus fuck you let jesus fuck you um and they're struggling on the bed mm-hmm. and at the foot of the bed on the on the the you know the side if you were laying in the bed right. and you're looking you know out between your toes there is a window yeah and that's the window
1: where chris gets chris breaks your back there or Ellen right your back she gets there. thrown to
0: that that window. right because
1: yeah. the 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 lead line is behind that
0: Right. right. So I yes, don't know. I guess exactly. this whole
1: this whole show, we've just been thinking it's the same window, but it's not. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. At least about right. the only one. <laughs> yep. 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 Oh, OK. 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 Okay.
1: But anyways, the, the point of all of this, the reason why oh. we're arguing about any of this at all yes. is that it it looks like father. It looks like Mac Fonsanto, even though it's not. <laughs> it's emotionally <laughs> most likely it's not. It looks like the light is coming from the window, even though it's probably not. It's probably coming from right to the left of the window hidden by the street
0: what an excellent day for downers
1: folks (laughs) no I think it's beautiful this is how movies are made it's like no no no, it is and um, and this window emotionally feels like the murder window but it's not literally the murder window
0: Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. and I actually want to okay so that's the next thing I want to mm-hmm. uh, uh, talk about here is what what this whole uh, uh visual means right yeah um so okay so like I don't even know where to begin like it's it this whole shot is so iconic mm-hmm. it's so powerful it makes us like whatever whatever the details are right the floor plan whether it's father mm-hmm. Mary or whatever mm-hmm. right um it like it, like this shot is so iconic it's so powerful and again like it goes against the grain um, the same way this whole movie has been going against the grain. Mm-hmm. And what I what I mean by that is, like, we talked about Captain Howdy, right? Both the Eileen Dietz face and the Reagan face and how, like, neither of them fit uh, the, until now, uh, typical depiction of the devil, right? Like, mm-hmm. no horns, no hooves, no fangs, no red eyes. In fact, like, almost no red at all, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about how Captain Howdy sounds nothing like what until now the devil has sounded like, right? Mm-hmm. He's, He's not speaking like you know, like a Doctor Claw voice or something right. like that, mm-hmm. right? And speaking of sound, the theme of this devil, the music is not an overblown church organ mm-hmm. or a hellish choir, right? It's it's something more akin to a lullaby, as Freakin mm-hmm. puts it. Um, this soft tinkling, which now when we hear it, we can feel it going up and down our spine, right? This lullaby of the damned, right? And now this, right? Getting back to this shot, we have a shaft of pure white light seemingly coming out of Reagan's window mm-hmm. and shining on Marin as he makes his way to the house. Um, as he walks, he looks up at that light. Keenan, what is this light? Is it is it good? Mm-hmm. Is it evil? It's coming out of Reagan's window and it's pinning him. And the very next shot, like, we're not there yet, but the very next shot seems to suggest that this light is an extension of reagan slash howdy right this is always confused um n- n- no that's not the right word this has always fascinated me because like cinema language this is the exact opposite of an evil presence right it's this white light uh-huh, i would right. o- i would almost want to read it as him standing in a holy light mm-hmm. um and and maybe that is what this is maybe the light is not representative of howdy but like maron's Destiny that is where he's going to fight his last battle mm-hmm. that is the holy light calling him and he's he's answering the call what do we think what like what is this light
1: yeah that that inversion idea is very interesting right it does feel mm. i mean we I... I, I hear you about about it's a pure light. It's like the kind of light that we see, like the clouds open up and God speaks to you through, uh, right? Um, uh, or, or the light of ascension, right? To, to think yeah. back of like uh, Friedkin's idea of we're constantly ascending. So even yeah. th- you know we're not going to see um, Father Marin like walking up to the door knocking on the door. Whatever, like we're we going to get from right. this shot and it's going to feel like he's ascending up this uh, heavenly staircase, right? Right. Uh, right. Inversion is really interesting because you know. To think about to think about this shot as the poster shot, the iconic shot, right? And mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. title, The Exorcist, which sounds right. we talked about that before. Like when you go into the movie fresh, it sounds like The Exorcist is the bad guy,
0: right? Like he's you, the it's Babadook, like, <laughs> yeah, right, right? right. The Exorcist, the Babadook, the Grudge, right,
1: <laughs> right. And so, yeah. like, if <laughs>
0: the Steamboat Willie, now you know,
2: <laughs> do, 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 do.
1: Well, if you could put that into yeah, minor key is what it would have to be, right, right, like, do 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 boom boom boom, boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like. Mar- if we take the shot out of context, right? Uh-huh. Marin is the bad guy,
2: mm. right?
1: Like, like try, try your best you can to like erase everything you know about this movie and who right. Marin is and everything. Right? Uh-huh. He looks like the the he looks like the villain. He looks like the monster.
0: He's this. He's this black. Shadowy yeah. presence with a hat and a coat, and he's carrying it, it like like he's the devil, like he's with his bag the devil, of tricks. Right, and he's gonna, you know, he's coming coming to some small Mark Twain town, and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna he's open gonna up win the shop everybody's called Needful yeah. Things. Right? Exactly, he looks like that
1: guy, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's Mister Needful right here, right? Well, what's his name? Leland Gaunt. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. No, no, no. Yeah, this is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he looks at the bad guy who's come home to to kill the family,
1: right? Ah, so everything okay. everything is inverted. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's what I. That's what I like about this as the poster shot is that it asks us. It, you know, again, that they've marketed this movie with this shot, and then when we get to it, it's the opposite of what we think is happening.
0: Yeah. Huh. Wow. And no, you're right because, like, like they they've done parodies of mm-hmm. this poster where it's like, you know, the two like Harry and Marv, the two burglars from Home Alone, <laughs> are looking at <out> the house, <laughs> and the light is shining out of the house, and it's like indicating that like the house is the. The house is going to eat you up right. and the house is the house is looking at you, it's evil and that light is evil, mm-hmm. right right yeah mm. interesting. huh okay, so yeah so so okay personally, just for you, mm-hmm. how do you interpret this as?
1: Uh, I think it is the opposite of what it feels like. It's that mm. it's like that is an evil light looking down at Marin and he's there and he's he's all by himself and he is mm. he's gonna face it down. He's uh, like the gunslinger coming into town to clean this house up.
0: Oh, so it's like an eye of the yeah, house. Yeah, it's, it's the like, eye of it. Yeah. He has he is he is laid bare. He is like um like in the spotlight. He is uh, um, he's pinned. Yeah, right? yeah. I like when you said that. He's pinned, yeah. Mm. Okay. And another thing um that I misremembered mm-hmm. is that he stops and he looks at the house for a second. Mm-hmm. He doesn't in fact, this part is relatively quick. He gets out and we're so entranced by the shot that we think it's like longer than it is. Mm-hmm. But it's actually like forming in front of our eyes as the as the scene plays out. And this silhouette is the last piece of, of the shot, the last puzzle piece. And then after that, we cut. Mm-hmm. So he, he just like, he's walking up to the curb and then cut. And so he doesn't do the thing that, Everybody else, like, parodies. He doesn't do the thing. Like, whenever, any, when anyone else is, like, making fun of the shot, right. they'll do this thing where they'll walk up to the street light, and then they'll look up at the house. They'll stop and they'll look up at the house. Right. He doesn't do that, right? He just keeps walking.
1: I. So, let's pause just quickly for mm. uh, some research. Sorry. Hold on Okay, to okay. This. <laughs> la, la, la. Sorry, this will be messy for you.
0: Is this edit. the six seconds that Amazon <laughs> took out? Of Maren stopping and looking at this light?
1: Just doing some... Huh, okay, that is interesting.
0: Also on the cutting room floor, um, he turns to the camera and the camera zooms in and it's definitely Max Von Sydow. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it's like, hello. I didn't see you there. I'm Max to I'm trying to think about why that is, but you're right. I have the exact same sort of idea that like we we get him full stop looking up at that window. He sort of yeah. begins to, and then we cut uh-huh. away to to another yeah. shot of Captain Howdy. Yeah. Um. So I was looking. So I don't know. Maybe because the way the poster works, where it is,
0: because the poster is a still image, so we think, oh, he's he's he must be just like standing there. Yeah. Right? And
1: they do use this image of him looking you know just starting to look up at the window Mm -hmm. so yeah maybe that and then in the original trailer of the movie which begins with this shot um Uh it's similar we have um we cut right before you know right as he's looking up so we cut at the exact same time
2: Uh so i was thinking
1: oh maybe maybe in the trailer or something like they use more of the footage or something like that no it stops it cuts right when when he looks up right so it's the same cut as in the movie
0: wow so we all had like a mandela effect there it's like he, so you but, but you don't so you think like there is some footage out there that like they just never use well sure they, were, they like, didn't i don't think looking. they just
1: said you know i don't think they cut right there yeah they yeah. probably cut huh. a little bit later and then edit yeah. this down but yeah so that's why i was wondering like have we seen that some other some other place you know because mm-hmm. uh, um you know it's not uncommon um for
0: marketing materials f-
1: for us to mistake them for the film itself right right
0: and trailers will have like different footage and stuff like that yeah
1: yeah um yeah. the yeah the original trailer for instance so it is Basically, it's all it is is this shot, and then cutting where we cut, and then it's all Eileen Dietz, uh, Captain Howdy faces, and that's just about it. There's yeah, yeah. relatively little from the, the movie itself after that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so, so- so
1: that might, I'm sorry, so that might, if we'd seen the trailer, that might prepare us for when we do have these flashes of Eileen Dietz's face, you know, here and there. Right, yeah. right.
0: Mm. Also, okay, um, so yeah, speaking of, uh, let's, uh, uh, let's get back to the movie um, we cut from- this most iconic shot to uh, oh I'm another sorry
1: another oh yeah before let me talk about the poster stuff before we move off of this okay shot. okay sorry yeah, about yeah. that I was just th- yeah, was thinking was. too hard mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah no I, so I wanted to think about the the use of this in the poster so this you know again we borrow it for our poster for our show borrowed yes. it just seems like the only like as we were discussing like that's the only thing we can do uh-huh. like there's no other yeah. there's no other no, option that what either. we can do here um, yeah, yeah but so this was in one of the original posters I spent a lot of time trying to track down other posters so Uh there these might exist somewhere where at the original release there was they had, you know, additional posters, but the right. original poster was by Bill Gold, the poster designer, and it is uh-huh. just the end of this shot in a still frame. Uh, and in that one, they have taken the color out and made it more um, just high contrast. They've just shown the, the contrast uh. there. And in that one, yeah, the entire window of Reagan's uh, uh, is completely blown out. Like I was saying, it would need to be uh, okay. um, to make that work, right? So it's the silhouette. So what do you think? So there's about, no more question.
0: It's just coming from. It is, that is definitely like
1: coming there, yeah. from yeah in the poster design of it. So. Um, yeah. I was looking and it looks like this is the poster, you know, in America, this is the poster overseas and other English speaking Uh places. It's just the poster everywhere. Like, so, so they knew that this was going to be the shot of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's the poster for the Betamax version, it's the poster mm-hmm. for the VHS, it's the poster for the Laserdisc, right? Uh-huh, so it's uh-huh. not really until we get to like more recent releases on Blu-ray where we have any other option for anything else. Right. Like, this, yeah. this is it, right? Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, so the very first poster says, open December 25th, when the movie... That didn't work out. It, it actually opened the day after, right? Oh. So it has this initial, like, hey, we're going to open it on Christmas. Um, yeah. And then we have um, versions of this that very quickly... Um, well, let me ask you this, Lester. Yeah. If you were to think about our movie, not uh-huh. not the way the movie looks, but, like, what... Just the feeling-wise, what color does this movie give you? So let me think, like, to me, The Lion King feels green to me <laughs> titanic oh, really? feels pink to me you know even oh, though there's not okay. a lot of pink in titanic but it, does that make sense yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah 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 so
1: um i don't know if you if you have any other ones but uh yeah what color mm. does the exorcist give as the kids would say
0: oh um well i think okay i think i i, I see where you get what you're getting at like i would think like um um godfather would be kind of like this this rich gold brown. Yeah, that's what right? I say. Right? Yeah, those, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, those all, like the, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, Don Corleone's, uh, you know, um, yeah. audience room, right? Yeah, it right? feels yeah. like
1: that to me too. That's the color the I The leather see. and
0: the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and all the drinks in feels there. Feels like yeah. daddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, daddy's daddy's room.
0: Um, but, uh, oh yeah, but no, I was actually thinking about this. I, I see like blues mm-hmm. and greens mm-hmm. and blacks mm-hmm. for yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, specifically, because, like I'm thinking like, and, and like all of them. So, it's weird because throughout the entire movie, right? You see like the shades of the room. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, the night sky outside. You see all of that stuff. All of them kind of like make an appearance on like Reagan herself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? She's got the blue. She's got the green. She's got the, uh, like, the, um, uh, uh, the, the, the grayish um, like fogginess to mm-hmm. like this, this foggy uh, uh, landscape.
1: Yeah. So what the poster does after this initial mm. one that has the Christmas release date, they yeah. start uh, cha- taking this bill gold image of the high contrast image of the shot. And they start adding a purple font to it and they start putting uh-huh. on this purple, um, you know, the, the bottom of the poster where it says Ellen Burst and Max von Sido, directed by William Greenbody. Right. It's purple. And it is this really mm. like almost lavendery light purple sort of look. Yes. yes and and then like and so that becomes the marketing colors for the film. And again like it's it's weird it works so well but that's a color that that we that's not necessarily in the movie
0: very much, right? Oh my god. I didn't even think of per- like but no, you're exactly right. When I um borrowed the uh <laughs> The poster, I was trying to find a font and I was trying to find that exact color of purple. Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. it's been, my whole thing has been like designing it around the, <laughs> that theme of purple that they have. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: I mean, like, where do you, I can think of one place where we have this purple and I don't know, um, like, do you, do you think of it being anywhere?
0: The only thing I can think of is like the, I don't know, just like, like the bruising on radio. Oh, well, that's, like, that's very it. true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. only place that I think about it is on Father Marin's prayer shawl.
0: <gasps> yes yeah, oh my yeah. god that's even that's even more i think that's it's the like brighter only, yeah. i think
1: it's the only place you know we can look at it again yeah but i think it's the only place where we get this purple at all so yeah. it's interesting that like to the marketers who um may or may not have worked with bladdy and may or may not have worked with friedkin today that's very common where the marketers yeah. um let the, the directors and the producers have a lot of input at least at the studios uh-huh. will try to you know tell them please don't do that you're going to cost us tens of millions of dollars by mm-hmm, by, mm-hmm. by changing this marketing but so i'm not sure how much friedkin and bladdy were involved with this marketing but they they decided yeah. like yeah the movie's purple <laughs> the movie yeah. is is black white and purple and yeah. that that branding sticks with the film um to the current day really
0: oh my god yeah you're absolutely right black white and purple yeah. because like it i'm thinking now like you know final showdown scene mm-hmm. right and everything like all the colors are muted because like they're in this dark room right, right? and the only things you see are you know the priests clothes mm-hmm. which are black and white and then of course and right he's going to be like under that little tableside lamp mm-hmm. and you're going to see that purple shawl that purple shawl which is like wiping up Reagan's vomit and everything right. yeah oh yeah that is brilliant
1: yeah so so anyways they they've stuck on that for quite some time um yeah. in the marketing and then that absolutely has to color the way that we watch the film even mm. if you buy it on Amazon you have to go through some version of of this shot here that we're looking
0: at right yeah, yeah. oh wow oh wow thank you for that Keenan oh that is that is really cool I never even thought of it that way Um, now, okay, so we cut from this shot, this iconic shot, um, now all I can think of is purple. Um to another shot of those eyes they are wide they are alert and they are aware Keenan, what is this expression on I'm, I'm just going to say Captain Howdy's face
1: yeah it's interesting so in the previous version of that shot that we've seen right right, he is staring somewhere and then mouthing uh-huh. stuff and in this right. this new one we come back to it the stare is a little bit different it's staring a little bit to the right of where he'd been staring before and then mm-hmm. not with any of the mouthing Right, right yeah so to me it feels it feels a little scared I don't know what you think about it
0: I so like uh oh (laughs) SpaghettiOs it's okay well we can we can both uh, agree Uh that it is different from the one we just saw yes absolutely right the first one reminds me of like the expression on Howdy's face in Karras's dream, mm-hmm. right? That most famous shot, like the the white Eileen Dietz face, right? Um, we talked about how it looked hungry, mm-hmm. right? Like I, f- I feel like this is an echo of that, right? Um, but maybe more intense because we're at the end of the movie and it's not Karras. He's, he's sensing, it's Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this second shot, we cut back to Captain Howdy's face and, and the eyes are wider. Mm-hmm. It's, for me, it's, it, they're, they're, It's a two-parter, like it's it's a part of the it's a progression of the same expression. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like oh yes he's coming, I can feel him, and then he's here, like like and and you say you say scared, I say hmm, I I'm I'm kind of on the fence about Uh that. Like I'm I'm like I'm I'm straddling that fence. (laughs) Um, It's my fence, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I like. I, I, I don't want to say it's one or the other. Right. I want to say it's one and the other. <laughs> yeah. like, like he is, he is excited to begin, but he's also like, cause he, there is a reason that he wants Marin here. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But like, this is the he's, moment he's been waiting for, I suppose.
0: Yes. This is, this is the moment he has been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Right. He has wanted Marin and now Marin is here. Right. And you can, you can, you can f- see in that face. It's like, he's here. Mm-hmm. He is near me now. Um, uh, like to me, this expression says so much about their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's different from him and Karis, mm-hmm. right? Howdy has been playing with Karis. Karis has been neat, him, right. but Marin is something else. Marin is an old foe. He is a rival. He is a worthy opponent. I keep thinking back to like Batman and the Joker, right? This uh, this intense obsession with your enemy that borders on what not love, mm-hmm. but like some kind of like intimacy that doesn't exist between most enemies.
1: Yeah. And some versions of the Joker Batman mythos, it is that neither of them would know what to do without the other one, right? They wouldn't know who yes. they were. They define themselves right. around that person.
0: It's like, like one completes the other. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so as much as, as much as Marin is going to his destiny, perhaps Howdy also feels that this is, you know, this isn't just going to be like a fun time for him to like, you know, have a, have a, an Epic battle. Mm-hmm. Like this is also his destiny. Right. right? Um, and yet, as we'll see, um, this this feeling that he has for Marin is very much one-sided, right? Like, much like the Joker, right? It's Howdy who wants this meeting, mm-hmm. right? It's Howdy who who keeps saying Maron's name. I'm sure Marin would prefer that Howdy just stays in hell and they never meet again. Um <laughs> But like like and he's answering this call, but he's not he's not coming in there like, you know, like we joked, like, oh hello, old friend, <laughs> right? Like, you know, that's more like what Howdy would say, mm-hmm. like, even though he doesn't, right? Marin is here to exterminate Howdy, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's not relishing a, a grand battle. He's not even going to acknowledge their history, which, as we'll see, really pisses Howdy off. Mm-hmm. Right? Like after all this, you're going to come in here and pretend like you don't know me? How dare you?
1: <laughs> right in front of your friend, your, your new yeah. friend, your new rival, yeah. Scott. <laughs> Is he your archenemy now? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess I guess you're busy. Um, you know, with uh, with Beelzebub. Okay, fine. Um. You know, okay, I'm joking, but, like, I'm also not, mm-hmm. folks. Like, Maron's presence stirs up emotions in Howdy that were not there for the other characters. Mm-hmm. Remember, we, we, we talked about how amused he seems by everything going on around him, right? Everything is amusing. Karis amuses him. Maren offends him right. in a in a deep, fundamental way. Uh, he offends him not just not just like what he did, right? You know, cast him out that that time before, mm-hmm. but like who and what he is. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like like oh, he's a priest. I mean the man himself, the character of Maren offends Howdy deeply, and we don't know why yet, even. This late in the movie, we still don't know a lot about Marin about his past. Friedkin and Blatty have only shown us glimpses of Marin as he is now, mm-hmm. right? This is the hero at the end of his journey, but Howdy remembers him as he was. And it's this feeling of, like, how dare you pretend to be good now?
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know what you did? Do you know what you did? <laughs> Apparently not. You won't even admit it. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, in the yeah. in the script, we have Prospect Street in front of the house, and the priest pulls up there. It describes him as a tall, old priest, Maren, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to. Well, this is too good. Let me read some of this. So, as the yeah, cab yeah. pulls away, Marin stands rooted, staring up at second floor of McNeil House like a melancholy traveler, frozen in time. Oh. Yes, but interior Reagan's bedroom. Reagan is apparently unconscious. Huh. Yeah. so again we thought that okay we also all this stuff that we're that we're building here through editing was not in the original plan for this you know these things change wow. again but yeah it's so weird right because it's like oh it's perfect in the movie like
2: mm-hmm. how could you possibly
1: yeah. how could you possibly do that scene in Casablanca without Rick saying like yes go ahead and do this thing right how yeah. could you possibly do this in the exorcist without the demon sensing Marin has arrived right, right? oh yes, the demon this... sleeps through that oh no like, no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: That's, that's cutting room floor that's like you know it's like uh, uh, Miss Chris McNeil. I'm Father Marin. You just hear upstairs <laughs> oh, 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 Marin.
1: I've been up. Sorry, this whole sorry. Time, right?
0: My alarm didn't. I I said it to silent. It didn't. Oh, oh, you caught me at a bad time. Get ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay, I'll just.
1: You know, I've caught myself, Lester, waking up uh-huh. like sleeping past my alarm, which I often do, and then uh-huh. catching because I have an iPhone screenshots mm-hmm. of my alarm, like in my photos. So what's what? what's happening is that the alarm is going off and I'm trying to snooze it and I'm just taking a screenshot <laughs> so <laughs> that it's just a screenshot of, of me just totally, you know, uh, automatically ignoring my alarm and going back wow. to wow
0: <laughs> so. Now, is it screenshots of the phone screen yeah. or is it screenshots of your sleepy face? Just...
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be creepy.
2: <laughs> so, well, apparently I was awake on time. <laughs>
0: but...
1: Yeah, 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 Just screenshots of it's been like faculty meeting. Don't forget. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So so we get the idea that Reagan has not been sleeping through this. Captain Howdy no. has not been sleeping through this yet. Yeah. They've been waiting. They knew Mary yeah. was going to come.
0: Yeah. This is this is this has been this is the moment they've they've uh, been building to. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Okay. So let's take a look at this next shot. So Chris is already at the door. We are behind her as she opens it. The old man is still in shadow. We can't see his face, but we hear his voice. He says. Mrs. McNeil, and I don't know about you, Keenan, but like, it, we haven't heard his voice before, right? No. No. So this is the first time we hear his voice, and I don't know if I'm getting this from the book. I can't uh, uh, exactly remember, but just from the film, just hearing his voice, it's almost like like you just feel safe. Mm. It's like okay, everything's going to be all right. Every, like like just that voice is not the voice of Dr. Klein. It's not the voice of um, Detective Kinderman. It's not. It's not even the voice of Karis. It's this. I don't even know what quality is behind it mm-hmm. to make me feel like, oh, thank God! Like it's something. It's it's like I don't know age, experience, like just like goodness. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, just comforting, and it's comforting. It's, yeah, yes. and then also it's not the question, Mrs. McNeil. Like, oh, I, I'm not prepared. Like, like the right. door opens and he. First of all, I mean, he is in shadow, and again, it's like. If you look out of context, he's the murderer. <laughs> right, he looks like the murderer.
0: Um, we cut a new trailer and he's open. It's like Mrs. McNeil, and then
1: right. you know hard cut. There, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, but that that voice, like it's not Mrs. McNeil. A question, like, hey, I'm coming right. in and I'm trying to figure things out. Like he just right. understands, right? And it's just yeah. like you are Mrs. McNeil and I'm here. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, that it's m-
0: almost like it's almost like he's saying the words Mrs. McNeil, but it's almost like he's implying it's like it's all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I get it. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Statements. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so- so As opposed we, to, you know,
1: Karis. Um, uh, when Karis comes, it's like, well, where is she? Like, what's going on? Like, who is this? Right, right. Tell me about this. And, and he seems to be mm-hmm, fully briefed mm-hmm. and fully prepared for all of this, right?
0: Now, Mrs. McNeil, if, and and then uh, Dr. Klein is like, now Mrs., Mrs. McNeil, if that is a real name. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and then uh, no, uh, Dr. Tandy is like, well, we look at this machine. If Mrs. McNeil is her real name. Is <laughs> name, this machine right. would tell us if you're lying. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you like movies, Mrs. McNeil? <laughs> Are,
2: you're in movies.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're going to see. Father Marin doesn't ask unnecessary questions the way that, that right. Caris was. Caris is trying he, to get all this information, and Father Marin, like, knows what he needs and what he
0: doesn't need. I did not, like, notice it until, like, like another watch through of this mm-hmm. thing, but he gets right mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. Like he, like there's no messing around. Right. Like he's like, I compared him to an exterminator earlier, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, that is, that is it. He is not, there's no ego in this at all. Mm-hmm. He's not like, all right, let's get ready for this grand battle. Let's, you know, he doesn't even say it's like, let's save your daughter. Right. <laughs> he's just like, where is she? I would like to begin now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, we're not there yet. So we're, we're still on the other side of this door. And, We're now looking inside over Maren's shoulder to see Chris as she says, yes, Mm -hmm. right? To the answer of, uh, you know, Mrs. McNeil, Mm -hmm. she says yes, right? With hope in her eyes. Keenan, again, like, am I reading too much into this? I cannot help but feel like Chris looks younger in this shot. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just like the expression, but even as early as right now, it looks as if something has been Lifted, she looks almost like the beginning of the movie Chris McNeil, and maybe that's because you know the the, the bruises are finally mm-hmm. healing. But this this look of relief, this look of hope that she gives us through this door, yeah.
1: through this doorway. Yeah, and right. there's like also this this fog that sort of makes it look hazier. And I think yeah. you're right, younger somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah. we get the sense he's old. We've seen him at Woodstock and, right. and everything, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like that. Yeah, definitely younger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's looking um, up at him slightly because he's so tall, but not in a way that's like I'm a little woman in this world of tall men. It's right. like, more like you know, yeah, looking up.
0: Yes, right. Um, and then our old man replies. He says, "I'm Father Marin," mm-hmm. and that's it. That's that's the you know this is this is now we know who this is. Um, we cut, and our last shot of this minute. We are back in the house. Marin is taking off his hat. Mm-hmm. The door is already open, and Chris has said come in. Mm-hmm. This is how our minute ends. On this hopeful note, Marin is here. He is finally here. Already, we feel something, folks. We feel this this quickening, this awakening of a hope we thought was long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, the script we'll will tell
1: us that this is, uh, mm-hmm. now we see it is the old man in khaki from the opening sequence so okay so the script reveals that finally yes that's him
0: okay it's him (laughs) it's remember remember from the the beginning
1: (laughs) right we have half an hour of movie left and so i'd say we're in act three
0: yeah this is this is most definitely act three and we will continue this scene and talk more about the character of marin in the next minute for now that is all of my notes keenan is there anything else no i think that's it all right, folks, this has been another excellent Exorcist Minute. I've been Lester Ryan Clark. You can reach me on all the socials. as Lester Ryan Clark. And I've been Keenan Diaz. You can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd at Keenan. Yeah, we got our listener group, Compelling Conversations. Go check that out and request to join, and uh, we'll let you in here with us. Thank you so much to everyone who shared the show by word of mouth or on social media, and a big thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star ratings on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our show. We really appreciate that. It's going to help our little podcast grow and find more cool people like you. All right, Keenan, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think I am, Lester. Folks. Until next time, the, the power, power of Monty Python, Python compels you. How do you know she is a demon? She looks like one. Oh, that's just Dick Smith. <laughs> oh, it's very impressive. She threw me out a window, and then everyone looks. It's like I oh, got better. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you no more.
1: You empty-headed food trail wiper. <laughs> I vomit. I vomit pea soup in your general direction. <laughs> Your mother was a hamster and she sucks cocks in here.
0: Now go away before I taunt you a second time. <laughs> um,
1: oh God, but they get, they get Sharon's boyfriend is in every season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <gasps> the Vatican, the Vatican, the Vatican. It's only a model. <laughs>
1: Don't want to go to the Vatican anymore. It is a silly place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.